All right. Welcome back. How's everybody feeling? How's the guys? So secure. I know I, I came hard on you, but... Uh, and I guess uh, for the wife, it, 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 it is a lot of talk, but not as, mo as, as many as, or as much as the guys, because you're already perfect. So we hear a lot about the phrase from uh, Genesis, suitable helper. So what does really a suitable helper mean? Because helper, when you hear this word, what would you imagine? What kind of images or meanings come to you? Helper. Okay. What else? Means uh, servant. Yeah. You want to see something, Sam? Oh, no. <laughs> What's that? Co-pilot. Okay. Okay. Nice phrase. Huh? Cheek. <laughs> yeah. She knows how to do things. So it is the same as I told the guys, it is a calling. Your role or your job is not defined by a certain description or not defined by the cultural stereotypical role. It's defined as God saw you when he made you in the beginning. And the Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I'll make him a helper suitable for him. So when you reflect on this verse, you'll find that woman, or um, the woman was created out of the need of man. The man was not doing good by himself. <laughs> um, so he needed the woman. And when we say that, it is not that you are a secondary to man, or you're, or you're not an adjunct or a psychic. Okay, um, but God has a purpose for women. Your creation has expressed a great need within the man, and you met that need. It doesn't mean that you are inferior. It means you are actually more stronger. And I, I, will, I will get to this in a minute. Also, we have here some verses that may be understood within a cultural context of that time. Or you can choose to take it within the calling of God. Encourage the young women to love their husbands, to love their children, to be sensible, pure, workers at home, 
kind being subject to their own husbands so that the word of God will not be dishonored. So if you remember when St. Peter told the guys, uh, be kind, treat your wives as the precious vessel, not the weaker, so that your prayers may not be um, hindered. The same for women, follow your calling so that the word of God will not be dishonored. Now, we can debate the above duties, okay? But this is not my, my task now. But whatever your calling is, when you follow it, you honor God's word, God's will for you. So when we talk about helper in culture, uh, it can mean different things. Assistant, subordinate, has no authority. Just a helper. We say this, right? But this is definitely not uh, the intention of, of God. His intention, and you will be so pleased, woman, here, that the word helper refers to the help that God provides. Help from a strong person. So, so let me ask you this. When someone asks for help, who is the weak person? Who is the strong person here? The one who asks or the one who provides? Who is the strongest here? Yeah, you like that, right? Yeah. When you offer help, it means you are more resourceful. You are stronger. When we scream for help, we are in need. We can't do it on our own. This is, goes back to the verse. God saw Adam that he was alone, so he brought Eve. It is the same word that is used in, in Psalm 121. We say it in the 12th hour. I will lift up my eyes to the mountain. From where shall my help come? My help comes from the Lord who has made heaven and earth. The same word helper here. The same word helper that is used when he said, I'll make the woman suitable helper for the man. So helper is the stronger person who offers assistance, offers support for someone in real need. Your husband needs your help. The ladies, some, uh, one of the responses in, in the poll, I don't know if, if you guys said or the one, or one of the women, somebody said that the backbone. You are the backbone of the family. You are the backbone of your husband, of the whole household. Why? Because how God made you. So, given up that role, given up that calling, and, 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 and depending on your husband to help or to support, is, I guess, misguided. Your calling is to be a helper. Hmm? 
just look at the Hebrew word as I was just telling you. The word actually, the root of it is to help in victory against army. So it's, it's, it's much more even that, that helping, the actual root of the word is, is actually like from Azar, which from, from, from it, the Arabic Antasar, Azar Antasar. So it's used in a way that, uh, that people are using, helping each other to get victory over the enemy. So it's it's much much more even uh, stronger if we if we apply this to the to the marriage. So if you want your household to win, you will be the reason for the winning. You will be the source. You will be the 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 source of uh, victory. Thank you. Yeah, this is how strong you are. So you're not the weaker vessel in in in, in terms of weak, and you're not subordinate to your husband in terms of levels or hierarchy. You're as equal, same importance, different function. Your function is to bring out the strength in your, um, in your family. So what every wife needs to know about her husband? Oh. Am I? This is... Hmm. Oh, yes, okay. You, you want to understand how your husband functions. And here we're, we're going to talk a little bit about product versus process. Us guys, most of us, and if not all of us, we are about product. <laughs> Tasks. Finish line. Give me something, I'll do it. So, we get overwhelmed by long conversations because our brain works in terms of just give me the bottom line. Not to underestimate what you bring, but naturally, without education, without working on ourselves, we naturally prefer this way. Results, get it, getting things done, finish line. Not because we're not interested in you, but because maybe this is how God also made us. We are task-oriented. Give us a task, I'll finish it, and then give me the other. If you throw at me 100 tasks, I will, I will lose myself. I will feel overwhelmed, I'll feel anxious, I'll become defensive, and you'll get the, 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 the worst response from me. But... We are about products. You ladies about the process. Details, experience, engagement, interaction. As we mentioned last talk. So how to bridge the gap? How to manage that? The male's uh, brain and there are male doctors here, but it's physically different than female. Looks different and functions different. Male, we have the right and left hemispheres. They work independently. You ladies, God has blessed you with more coherent um, brain. Both sides work at the same time in a miraculous way that we can't comprehend. And we will not. 
sorry. But we appreciate that. But don't expect me to think like you. Don't expect him to feel like you. On the other hand, teach him. Teach him. This is how I think in these situations. Big part of marriage is teaching about yourself. Teaching the other person about yourself. We guys are, are like laser beam. <laughs> you are like a radar. You scan the whole thing all the time. 360 <laughs> degrees, right? I am just this one line, and, and that's it. If it hardly makes it. <laughs> so, what every wife needs to know about her husband. This would be a tough one. We are mainly about these three things. Identity, purpose, and performance. These are guys. Simple, that's it. And we can just go home. <laughs> Identity, we have a great need to define ourselves. We always look for acknowledgement, affirmation. As I told you, many, I guess it, it is a universal human um, need. Um, but in men, it's more, we are more insecure on the inside. We are more, in, we will fake it, we will hide it. Because we're so good at it. We have lived with it all our lives. We know how to hide our inferiority. But if we are honest enough, we struggle with that. I hope I'm speaking on behalf of most men. Of course, again, it is a continuum. But there is a common line of insecurity. A common theme of looking for what, uh, my worth. What am I doing with, with my life? What do I bring to the table? What's, what's my value? And even at the peak of our successes, we always doubt ourselves. That's it? Is there more? Guys, what do you think? Is this right? Or your ego will prevent you to tell you no? To tell us no? Why? You need the microphone? Most men that I know, including my husband, like I, I just I don't see that the evidence of self doubt. Because we're good, <laughs> we're so good to, and I'm the first one to hide it. I, I, I will admit, I have lots of insecurity, and I am, I am honest. I am Abuna. Yes, I am whatever I'm doing outside, but at, at the end of the day, I go home and my plate is full of self doubts. I am honest enough and good for you. Good for you. But I guess many, many men, if, they, if they're honest, if, if they are willing to admit, we have lots of doubt.
Maybe we don't like the word weakness because it has its negative um, impact. But but at the end of, of the day, okay, I will use it your way. We always question our, ourselves whether we made the right decision or not, whether we are on the right path or not, whether I am in the right place. Paul himself felt that he insecure. Hmm. In Philippians, he says, "Not that I have already attained or am already hmm. perfected." Hmm. Exactly. Hmm. Yeah, I always strive for more. And you can label it as motive, as strive for success. But I guess, and again, experience and research also about men tells us that. Yeah, we, we have more self-doubts than we portray. And you can put it in any frame, any word you like it. It's fine by me. But this is what women need to understand about their husbands, that their sense of identity, it's the deepest need that we have. And because you are the greatest helper to provide victory, when we self-doubt, when we are defeated, when you understand that, don't be alarmed by our questions. Don't be alarmed by our midlife crisis. This is why many men go through these crises because they always question. They look at the last 20, 30, 40, 50 years of their life and they said, what's next? Was that it? Did they do the right decision? When we Say it out loud, most women, because they don't understand, they feel threatened, they feel insecure. Is he questioning himself? Is, 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 he gonna, is, is he gonna leave his job? Is he gonna move us to other place? No, I'm just thinking out loud. And as we told you to listen to your wives, also we ask you to listen to us when we finally talk, because we don't talk. But when we finally talk, don't be alarmed. Just stay with us. Stay. Ride the wave with us. It is a wave. It's an ebb and flow. Back and forth. And this is why we're always, we are always looking for validation. As you are looking for it to be validated and acknowledgement as a woman, we also look for that. And we need it from you also as well. And we are looking for it in your eyes, by the way, in your tone, in your non-verbals, in your looks, when you shrug your, your shoulder about something we said or we will, or will do. We are so sensitive. Akhiyan okay. I guess you're the iron man, Bob. Okay, so we, we are on high alert to your nonverbals and verbals, because I'm always looking for validation in life. Number two, perform, um, purpose. I want to have a meaning to, to, to be alive, to, to spend my life. Give me a purpose. 
And sometimes it gets boring when we just go to work and come home to routine, and that's it. It gets boring. It gets really tiring. We may express that in um, irrational decisions, buy stuff over the internet, go on a vacation with guys as the one that we're planning, right? <laughs> um, we do stuff because I'm always looking for a meaning, like looking for a flavor to my life. And it will be the best if you help us find that faith. And the worst thing that can happen to a man is that he thinks twice before going home. Some men, going home is a burden. And partly, not mainly, but Partly because there's no flavor anymore. More tests, more routine, more feeling of I'm not doing enough. And this is not good. When, when we feel that whatever I do is not good enough for you and you're still not as happy, I go to the fix-it mentality. And, and no matter how I try to fix it, you're not happy. So therefore, I'll question myself. Therefore, I have no meaning. Therefore, there's no purpose. Therefore, I don't want to go home. And because I need your help, you need to know that about me. Number three, performance. Again, goes back to our insecurities. We, we are about action. We hate to fail. We hate to be defeated. We hate to be asked for something and I can't do it on all levels. And this is why we, we, we achieve that or we strive to perform and achieve to buy the, the best car, best house, best work, best whatever, because... It speaks to my ability to, to perform, to produce, to be significant. They say in, in the early ages, in the Stone Age, man goes out to hunt, right? And brings the, the, the food or the, the, the animal or the hunt back. And this is his way of victory and contribution. But when I go out to work and I'm defeated at work, I don't like my job. And most men, whether you say it or not, your job after some time becomes boring. You're always looking for more. And you come home and it is another burden. And you're stuck in this cycle. So in, inside of you, you're not as performing as you should be. So you cover up. Some men go to pornography. Married men, yes. Some men go buy things. So men, some men go and like have an affair, whatever. Of course, these are extreme examples, but it exists. It's here with us in, in, in every church and every community. I'm, saying you, I'm not saying you are responsible for our mistakes, 
But if you know our needs, you will help us more to come home and love to be home because we need from you everything. So a wise woman will keep these things in mind for they explain much about her husband's life. This is your husband. Identity, um, purpose, and performance. And I will tell you, including sexual performance, some guys have anxiety about sexual performance that they, they don't perform. It is a well-known sexual dysfunctional. Why? Because they think they have to do something special. Maybe because of the pornography, maybe because of the expectations, media, whatever you call it. So the more you understand your husband's situation or need, whatever, financial performance, work performance, around the house performance, whatever performance, help us. Because this is your calling. How are we doing so far? Good? Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm as harsh on you as the guys or not as bad? Huh? Not yet? Okay, take it more. Okay, there's one coming. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> we need to be admired and we're not babies, okay? So this is not about babies or we are, you will babysit us. No, but every man has two mirrors that he looks through them. The, the first one is his wife, and the second one is his work. This is our mirrors. We, we, look, we keep looking into these mirrors a lot for affirmation. And again, it, it goes back to our quest for identity, purpose, and um, performance. So I want to see myself in you. And again, I am so alert to how you look at me, how you listen to me, how you value or you devalue my opinion, my appreciation. Admiration, appreciation, acknowledgement, say whatever label. But at the end of the day, I want to see myself in you and I want to see a good person. Or, or at least acknowledging my efforts to be a better man. Don't discount my efforts. Because, again, we are never good enough. It hurts even more when we see it in you. And work is work. Yes, I can be successful at work, and I can have a good mirror at work, but when I go home, when I, have a, when I don't have a mirror at home, it is the worst. And maybe some guys, they just work all the time, because this is what, what's left. So be kind when, you, um, when you're upset with your husband. And it's hard. <laughs> Don't attack. We'll become defensive right away. And even we'll attack back. 
point to the problem, not the person. Don't generalize. Don't say, you always do this to me. There is nothing called always. You always do or don't, whatever phrase you can fill in the, in the blank. Or, or you never, never really. I never did, did anything right with you. It's true, I'm, I'm, I'm talking from real life. I don't want to go home <laughs> tomorrow. And I hear you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Words like never, always, they hurt. Because you just with, with like one word, you voided everything. I thought I was doing right. So how you feel about him, look at him, smile at him, how you tell him that in your eyes he is the greatest, those feelings um, will resurface as feelings he has for himself. So we will internalize what you project on us, and I will feel that I never do this, I always don't do that. I will internalize it, I will, I will own it, and I will go even deeper and my hole. <laughs> I'll dig, I will dig a deeper hole for myself. As every wife longs to hear I love you from her husband, every husband longs to hear from his wife, I am proud of you. What, when was the last time you, you told him you're proud of him? And not just words, but again, we look for it, we can Read so, in general, we never know how to read between the lines. In this thing, in particular, we are experts in reading between the lines. Because I'm looking for it all the time. When you say to your husband, I'm proud of you, wow, that means the world. My mirror is now back on. So, think about this right. They are quiet, so it means that I'm <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so, the famous verses about the... Uh, Righteous woman or the excellent wife, we take it, we read it, we joke about it. But uh, an excellent wife, who can find? For her worth is far above jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her. Look at the mirror now. This is the mirror here. The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will have no lack of gain. For he will not have other needs for appreciation. <laughs> he will have his gain, his appreciation from her. She does him good and not evil. All, it's consistency here. All the days of her life. Is it because her duty? No. 
But because she is a righteous woman, it means she is a Christian believer who also strives to be Christ-like and, 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 and follow her calling. And her calling is to be a helper to, to offer victory to her husband. It doesn't mean you will babysit us. No. It means that you have the ability. God created you. God entrusted you with so many life-giving resources that with just one look or one tiny phrase, you lift a man up from the pit to the top of, our, of the mountain. And you have to believe that in me. So, in reading those verses, can you see, can you see the support and the help? You are his cheerleader. You are his most loyal supporter because you believe in him. But if you always put him down by his lack of achievements, by what you need more, by and this is the worst, by comparing him to your brother-in-law or to your friend's husband, oh my God. Comparing. And not by even saying he is better. No. Just look at their house. Look at the car. Look at the vacation that we, we saw them on, on Facebook. Like posting pictures about. These things, they stab us. Because it means I am not as a performing as I should for you. So comparing pills. And maybe you're saying it to, uh, to uh, again, uh, imp imp try to um, uh, have him work on himself, inspire him, but this is not inspiring at all. This is complete damage. Your husband needs your support for his work in public, and throughout the seasons of life. How do you feel about his, his work, his performance at work? Again, back to our core, um, our needs. It translates into his mind, in his mind, into how you feel about him. When you appreciate his work, to us, it means you feel good about me. If you don't care or care just about the paycheck I, I bring, it will add to my insecurities, feeling empty, resentful, confused, when everything you care about is financial security. And this is a quote from a book uh, I read. When a man marries a woman, he picks one who will encourage him and will, will be behind him, or she inspires him. When you stop inspiring him, believe in him, we just die. Literally die. In public, again, as you do not uh, like him to make fun of you or joke, about you, 
In public, it is the same. When you talk down to your husband, make unsupportive comments about him in public, this destroys him because you are his image. You are his mirror. And again, for the sake of joking, for the sake of just being funny, no, don't be funny. This is bad. Don't make fun of us. Seasons of life. So in our 20s, uh, it's about establishing a career. We are young, inexperienced, with many doubts and fears. A wife should encourage, believe in him, and, and gives him room to grow and room to fail also, especially in the early career stage. Room to grow and also room to fail. Nobody gets it from the first career, second career, or the first job or second job. This may add to your insecurities, but as a, as, as a team, you need to help him ride that wave. In the 30s, uh, we are more confident, may, may change career or expand. We may think about crazy things. Don't be alarmed. Don't be threatened. Just listen and be supportive to our thoughts. When we think, it, it, it doesn't mean action. And again, when we finally talk, because it's so hard for us to talk, but when we finally make it and we talk, it's only talk. It's not action. I haven't moved yet. I haven't bought a car yet. I haven't did whatever yet. Listen to me and just be calm. In 40s, middle life, does my life count for anything? Does it, does it really matter? And you know what? It's true. Um, we went through this, and we are still going through it. We always ask, what have we done? Was it the right decision or decisions? Was it really worth it? I want to leave. I want to go. I want to change. I want to be. I want to do. 60s, not yet here, of course, but maybe retirement, no power, I have no value now. Or not in the 60s, now people retire in the, in the late 70s or something, or never retire. <laughs> but we will arrive at this stage when I feel, halas, I'm, I'm, I'm not bringing any, anything. I have no value. In these st stages, please be kind. Any questions so far? I'm, 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 I'm giving it to you, but <laughs> any questions? Let's pause and, and, and uh, process what we have heard so far. I am almost uh, done, by the way. So. so let's process this. Let's hear from you, the ladies. I think just this one will sum up everything. Seems boring. This is like so boring. And I'm not... Um, what? Yeah, in English. So she, she said that like sometimes, uh, or there's a verse that to... English, uh, 
um, to bear one another, okay, or to what? Support or to carry each other, and and uh, we just go through the motion so that it uh, love goes on. And I told her, this is not the flavor that we are looking for. Yes, it is a good verse. It is a good way to go through um, adversities. Yes, uh, absolutely. But everyday life, no, we don't live just life to go on because this is, again, there's no flavor. Um, what, but, uh, what, what makes sugar, sugar the flavor is the rest of the world. Mm. Is bearing yourself in love. Mm. Bearing yourself, everyone bearing. Yeah, yes. And love means understanding. Love is not an emotional word as much as more understanding. So I guess, yes, I, I, I agree with you in some seasons of life, some points in life, but we need to be better than that. We need to do more. We need to understand. Anyone else? Does it make sense what I'm saying to you, ladies? Or uh, I see many nonverbals here. Uh, I see it all. I see it all over the place. Lots of faces. Lots of, and I'm good at that. Let's talk. Let's make it a verbal. More verbals. Let's talk. Let's let's process. Or are you tired? Please don't. Please don't. No. I'm asking the ladies. If, if she wants to say something, let her. No, don't speak for her. She ha- okay, I agree. Okay. Okay, then. All right. Um... Number three, we need companionship. We need uh, you to share our, our interests and share our dream. Watch basketball with me. Watch my action movies, okay, even if you hate it. Just as you want me to watch your movies, how about also you think about me? This is the fun I have after a long day of work. Just come watch with me, especially when I tell you. Because we won't most of the times, but <laughs> but when we tell you, whenever we tell you, at least come. In in general, it's it's, it's about sharing the interest, because most couples are becoming husband and wife. Friends, no. I am Mr. Husband. I am I am Mrs. Wife. But what happens to being friends? This is what we miss. So one of the support you can offer is not becoming the traditional wife, but becoming a friend. Fun to be with, joke about anything, or share our our interests and our dreams, and even our crazy dreams. This is missing. Do you force yourself to do it? I, mean, is that... I, I can't do it anymore. Um, or seek help. <laughs> I don't want to talk on behalf of the wives, but what, 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 what if, if, yes, I need to be, uh, to share the interest with my husband, for example, and talk about something or watch something, but what if I, 
So I get to the point where I don't want to do this anymore. I mean, yes, there are underlying reasons from before, but what's, 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 do I like, okay, I have to kind of tough it out and try to do it more and more and just force myself maybe to get better or seek help or seek, a lot of times I'm talking as, 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 as a priest, sometimes you don't hear of those things till they actually escalate, escalate, and then all of a sudden we have a big thing. So I'm just trying to say, share more even with your spiritual father. If there is something that you, I cannot really, you know, get to that point, let's not just deny it. I guess we need to learn how to talk about it. And our problem, as you said, that we wait until it's too bad, beyond reach, and then we go and seek help or seek a way out. So I guess talk about it in a non-threatening way. Learn also how to approach us. And each one here is different. How about you, you, you tell your wife when she wants to, to, to talk with you about stuff, how, what is the best time or the best setting? Because we want to talk, but we don't look like to be defensive and on uh, being attacked. But also, uh, I agree with you, Abuna, and, and maybe I'll... I'll I'll be the bad cop here, but I agree with you that, of course, we can go to our spiritual father, but with, with all my respects, not all fathers are equipped to do marriage counseling. Sorry. So seek professional help if, 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 it's, if you are at this. Or don't wait until you get to this point. Seek professional help. Let your father pray for you, but to fix it, to, inter to intervene, um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm on the edge here. <laughs> okay? Because, because also there's a problem, and okay, there's a problem in marriage that's called um, triangulation. Have you heard about it? Triangulation. You are two, but there's always a third person in the background. Abuna, your friend, your mom, who, whoever, there's always a third person who is aware and involved with everything that goes around. And instead of facing the problem or talking with your husband or with your, or your wife, use the, the, that third person to vent, to seek advice. And then this third person becomes a replacement to the original partner. And you always have this third person in the background. It's called triangulation. It's a bad, dysfunctional um, phenomenon in marriage. Please, if you have your best friend, if, if your mom is, is always aware of what's going on in the house, no, this is wrong. You have something, talk about it with your husband or with your wife. Even Abuna can be part of this triangle if he is involved too much, and I don't advise this. We are limited. We can pray, we can give general advice, but if for professional help, if it needs, please seek professional help. We're not aware, we, being Abuna doesn't uh, uh, miraculously give us the ability to do magic. So please. Sorry. 
Number four, be physically responsive to him. Be interested in him. And not only sex, but just be present. Be present physically. Little touches, few kisses, few hugs, and you mean it. We need to feel something. Again, I'm not talking about sex. I'm talking about daily physical responsiveness. Some wives become so cold. And because of whatever, I'm, I'm not going to dig into that. But we are so vulnerable. If we don't receive what we need, you know what's going to happen. <laughs> Either pornography either sex addiction, um, or either affair. Point blank. It is what it is. Not because we are bad guys and we're just after our physical... No, but we are, we are vulnerable human beings. So, being present. And knowing your husband, you are the best one to respond to him in being present. Again, I'm not, I'm not talking about sex every night. No, I'm not talking about that. But I'm talking about being present in whatever way you know your husband needs you. If there's a problem, talk about it. If, the, if there is any issue, seek help. Also, there is sex therapy, there is sex education, there is intimacy education. Not only about full intercourse, but again, physical responsiveness. I'm done. Um, that was hard, I know. A lot of stuff to grasp. But you can blame Abuna for the schedule. <laughs> I'll never let you. <laughs> um, but again, it, it, these are life goals. Okay, so don't be discouraged by the enormity of all these things. Just start putting the, the call. Okay, I want to be a better spouse. How? I want to be, not to do. I want to be. All right. Yes, Mark. Uh, I need help with, with with parenting my children, so I'm not sure. Yeah, I need a little bit. Um, any questions so far? Uh, thank you. <laughs> but no thank you. <laughs> yeah. I noticed, and I agree with you, if we make a, <laughs> if we make a comparison between a presentation concerning the husband and concerning the wife, which is, uh, I'd like to confess with that, as men, we're really missing a lot of understanding and communication. Um, the rule is sort of, in real life, uh, as a father, let's confess, do you feel majority of the time the, the trouble coming from the husband or the wife? Because 
No, I am in their side. No, actually. No, am I would like to tell you my experience. The answer is wife. So as, as I, I see uh, five, six people uh, with the mental health every day in the clinic. So majority is the communication and sometimes the husband is a major issue than the wife. Even when I compare your slides about things men should do and know about the wife is more. Is this conclusion right or wrong? I feel, I feel uh, as a man we need to do more things as a rule than the wife. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Observation. Uh, I see it as, again, the verse tells us, love your wife as Christ did. And what Christ did is enormous. <laughs> okay? We can't compare what Christ did in terms of sacrificing his life and shedding his blood to the church. Although the, the church is responsible to continue the mission of Christ, but I can say our calling, not higher, but um, it's more sacrificial. Because we tend to miss a lot. Um, ladies, um, God gifted them with a life-giving abilities. Not only giving birth, but giving and birth is a sign of it. They are life givers. They can produce life into or bring life into whatever environment. This is how they are created. Yes. So with little tips, they can do wonders. Now, I guess I I I see also clinically, I guess as equal. Um, Problems coming from wives as, as, as men. So I, I can't say that. I can't uh, generalize that. But it depends. It depends. You never know. Uh, and some women, not talking here, but maybe here, who knows. Uh, some women, are, are, they really need help in, in, in understanding how to treat their husband. And, 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 and we see the, the flip side. The husbands are really the victims, and, and the wives can be the aggressors. But again, it depends on many, many factors. I can generalize. But back to the, our slides, more for, for, for men versus women, yes, because we are called to sacrifice more. Because there is a lot to do as men uh, versus women. You are already naturally gifted by many good things. Just use them. Be aware of them and use them to empower your husband and your home. Anything else? You're tired and I'm tired, so thank you. If you come tomorrow, uh, we will have, I guess, um, more practical uh, things to do. <laughs> I'll give you some handouts and some, maybe we can also practice some things. So good stuff tomorrow more than just lecturing, okay?
Thank you.